Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am the tech editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting across from me, as he always does, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. Hey there! All right, well, why don't we just go ahead, get the formalities out of the way, and start this off with a little listener mail. This listener mail comes from Justin. He says, hi, guys. I'm 14 and love the show. Don't worry, I'm making sure this isn't long like some of your others. So how does Pandora Internet Radio work, like with the amount of skips and stuff? Thanks for the show. It's awesome. Justin. Well, thank you, Justin. Uh, we decided we we're going to talk about Pandora Radio and the underlying uh, structure behind it, the, the Music Genome Project, because it's pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, the Music Genome Project is pretty key to this whole thing, um, because there are a number of different kinds of internet radio stations out there. Pandora is just one of them. Uh, some of the others, uh, famous ones that people are probably pretty familiar with are uh, Last.fm. Yep. Or uh, Groove Shark. Sure. Um, radio One Llama, maybe? Uh, that one uh, is not familiar to me. Okay. All right. But, fine tune. But, yeah, uh, and, of course, tune. Spotify, which we have yet to see in the United States. And then there are some others that are not... Not internet radio stations, but also will deliver music to you via the web. Things like Lala. Oh, wait, that's gone. Well, sort Lala of. Lala went bye-bye. 
It went to La La Land. Uh, went to Apple Land is what it went to. <laughs> well, that's true. At any rate, so internet radio, uh, the interesting thing about Pandora is that it, it kind of sprung out of the idea of how do you find new music that you're going to like? You know, not just ju- not just finding new music because that's that in itself is not necessarily that hard. But finding new music that kind of appeals to you based upon what you already like that can be kind of a challenge. I mean, you walk into a music store and you look at the categories and they're pretty broad, right? Like yeah. rock or rap or blues or whatever. That's these genres are huge. I mean, there there are subgenres in every single one of these. Yes. And just because you happen to like someone who has a great record in one genre doesn't mean that you're going to pick up any other record in that genre and be equally as enamored. That's true. So Pandora Radio kind of grew out of this idea of the Music Genome Project, which uh, uh, is fascinating to me. The idea is that analysts break down a song uh, by describing it through one of several hundred musical attributes. And the collection of attributes are kind of what give the song its character. And that by breaking down other songs and getting their attributes, you can compare one against the other and see how similar they are. Like, how many of the qualities does one song share with another? And if there are several qualities that are shared, you could leap to the conclusion that, hey, you know, if you really like, if you really dig this one song, then this other song that's kind of similar to it, you'll probably also like. There's a good chance. So... Uh, that's kind of how Pandora. That's the the basis of Pandora Radio. Yeah, it can actually get uh, pretty messy. These uh, the songs are are picked apart by uh, essentially by hand. Um, so of course there is a, a human being uh, sitting somewhere in a room full of little bits of music all over the floor, or maybe not. No, um, it does take human beings, however, to uh, the, who are working at Pandora to listen to a song, and and basically they're they're dissecting it. They're listening to it for different things, um, different styles of music. They're listening for the different instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you like uh, piano jazz, right. uh, but you you can't stand saxophones. So I mean, you can. They're identifying traits like that, um, different kinds of, of singing, uh, vocalization, maybe all instrumentals. These are all kinds of, of uh, attributes or uh, facets, as they like to describe them in mm-hmm. uh, library school, um, of a song that they'll use to record. And um, once you get started with Pandora, simply by putting in, say, a favorite artist or a favorite song, um, that's really when the Music Genome Project kicks in, because... You, you know, it's going to try to play another song in your station based on the traits that are uh, available for that particular song or that particular artist that you put in. Sure, yeah. So, for example, if I wanted to put in, um, uh, say, the Ramones, and I did, uh, uh, I want to be sedated. Okay. Because, you know, I'm a punk rock fan. Yes, you are. So if I put that in, it would, uh, the Pandora Radio would, would consult the, the genome project, essentially, the database, mm-hmm. and say, all right, well, this guy wants, he likes, I want to be sedated. What qualities does that song have? You know, what kind of rhythm does it follow? Is it a male vocalist or a female vocalist? Of course, mm-hmm. in this case, it's a male vocalist. Yes. Um, is it a band? Is it is it acoustic? Is it rock? It it looks at all these different qualities and then says, all right, well, what else is in the library that kind of has this similar uh, structure? And it might pull something from the class.
Clash mm-hmm. and then play The Clash and say, hey, do you like this? And then it's your choice to either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down or, you know, you don't have to do anything at all if you don't want to. If you do a thumbs up, generally what that's telling Pandora is that not only do you like the song, but it will start to play that heavier in rotations in the future. Now, granted, when you first get started, it's not going to do that that often because you haven't built up your own station yet. But mm-hmm. over time, as you thumb up or thumb down songs, uh, certain songs will get played more often than others. Mm-hmm. Now, um, one of the nice things about uh, Pandora is that you're not limited to a particular station. So, say you have a Ramon station, but you say, you know what? Today, I'm I really want to, you know, I'm thinking back to the days when I was in high school band. I really want to listen to something symphonic. Well, you can you can put in a favorite uh, composer, say Aaron Copland, or maybe you want to listen to uh, music from the Romantic period. You could put that in. You don't have to put your you don't have to throw away what you've done on your Ramon station. You can actually create up to a hundred stations of your own. Mm-hmm. So if you have your you know rainy day station for uh, mood music while you're working, or you really want something uh, uh, like industrial or uh, hip hop, you can go ahead and switch from one to the other. And if you really want to, you can mix some of them together in their quick mix feature, which is a, a fairly new feature on the site. It's been around for probably more than a year now, now that I think about it. Um, but it wasn't there when it started, and it's an opportunity to uh, mash up different stations. So you can uh, combine different uh, different stations that you've already set up, and it will give you a mix. So you really have a lot of options as far as customizing, and it's not it's going to keep in mind what your preferences are for a particular station. Right. So um, yeah, you're you starting know. with a blank slate each time. Yeah, but you have the opportunity to customize, and and if you want to, you can change. Uh, your station around too because you can edit the page for that station and if you say thumb a song down that you didn't mean to yeah uh you can go oh geez and go back to edit your page uh you have to say oh geez by the way that's right that's part, part of the requirement part of it apparently it's, it's, in, the, know, it's in the terms of service it is yeah and you wouldn't have thought so but that's a lie yeah you know we're gonna get uh, people writing in so we're just gonna go ahead and do that email us but no uh, you can go back and edit it and say uh you know uncheck this one i actually like this and um so it's pretty nice that you can you can customize this, and you don't have this is what sets Pandora apart from a lot of the other um, internet radio stations is you have this customized ability to uh, really make the station yours. Yeah, and and beyond that, just to kind of build on what you were saying there, Paulette, uh, it has a couple of other options that are kind of cool too. One of which is that let's say that you have maybe a dozen radio stations that you've created, and you've got them in different genres or or just a you know kind of for different moods and say that you have one station open Mm -hmm. and a song starts playing and you think I like this song but it doesn't really belong in the station Uh it really could go in my other station like you know station number three Uh, you can actually go through the menu system and port that song over into your other station Mm -hmm. so that way what it does is it automatically gives that song a thumbs down for the station it's currently playing in so it won't play it again there Mm mm-hmm but it will play in your uh, in whatever station you designated as the the recipient, which is really neat because I mean I have that happen all the time. I've one of the stations I have is for musicals, uh, uh, hardcore punk rock. <laughs> rock a, okay, I like musicals. Actually, and frankly, he he has stations for both. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I do have stations for both. I have a station called I Want to Be Sedated. Uh-huh. I have a station called Broadway. I have a station called Avenue Q. 
which is slowly is slowly taking over Broadway. Well, you could um, quick mix those together. I yeah. could, I could. <laughs> but at any rate, sometimes the Broadway thing, it, like I haven't told Pandora specifically, or there's no, you know, I haven't gone through the genre system, which you can also do. They have a, a thing where you can select music by genre mm-hmm. if you want to just leave it more as a more broad uh, spectrum. Yeah. But uh, I haven't told Pandora, of course, that you know I just want music that is from musicals. So occasionally, you know, there are a lot of different styles of musicals out there, right? I mean, some of them are you know the the kind of big melodramatic stuff like the Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff of the Phantom of the Opera and all that kind of thing. And then some of them are more rock and roll based. I mean, even sticking with Andrew Lloyd Webber, you go with Jesus Christ Superstar, and you've got like that '70s rock. Well, occasionally a '70s rock song will come in because it's very similar to music that. That's in that play. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it there because that's my musical station. This is not a musical song. It belongs somewhere else. So I'll just move it over to one of the stations it does belong in. Or if I hate the song, I'll just give it the thumbs down. Right. Now, we were asked specifically about skipping songs and thumbs down songs and things like that and why you're limited and, and what's the deal behind that. Well, I, I kind of wanted to, to talk about one other thing first. First? Sure. Just, Let's do and, that. and it's related. It sort okay. of transitions. Um because that that is the thing. I mean, it, it, um, I actually, when I was doing a little extra research, of course, I've been using Pandora for years, so I'm pretty familiar with it. But I, w- I was trying to look for the answers to specific questions, and one of the things I kept see, a- seeing on uh, on the Pandora blog was people asking why. Uh, someone might upgrade. There's a paid version of Pandora called Pandora One, which we could talk about in a minute, but mm-hmm. people keep, it's $36 a year. Mm-hmm. And people say, why do I want to pay $36 a year? You know, that's ridiculous. Well, the thing is, this music has to be licensed. Um, because the artists are supposedly getting paid for, uh, songs that are getting played on internet radio stations, as well as satellite radio, as well as terrestrial radio. Um, the internet radio in particular has been an, an issue. Um, right. Internet it's- radio royalty. It's a performance piece. I mean, yes. it's, you are, whereas the band itself is not performing the song, your service is performing the song in yes. lieu of the band, and, and therefore the band should be able to be compensated for that performance. Right. And and it's not just the band, it's also the music label, all that kind of stuff, too, right. the studio. Right, the writers and, and the yeah. performers. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as somebody registered uh, with one of the music performance services, you know, I'm happy to... Uh, see that they're you know paying attention to that. Sure. However, uh, they they have to license this stuff, and as part of their license, there are certain terms and conditions uh, that they have to meet. One of those big ones is that you are not allowed to play a song on demand. Yes. Like you can't just pick a song and say, "I want to hear this right now on Pandora," and uh, that's what I want to hear, and that's all that I'm interested in. Uh, Pandora's not a, a play for de- on-demand service like that, so you couldn't say, uh, "I want to hear Meatloaf's I Will Do Anything for Love," but I won't do that because I've got 27 minutes to kill, and I'd really like to hear some melodramatic music. Um, I mean, you could say it, but it's not going to happen because Pandora doesn't work that way. Uh, it, you also can't rewind and listen to something that you just listened to. Uh, that that's also that's right. part of the part of the agreement. With you can the, pause the it. You can pause it. You just can't rewind. Yes. Um, I mean, now if you did accidentally thumbs down a song, you can go back and and give it the thumbs up, but it's not going to play it again. It's just going to switch it in the database so that the, so that it will eventually play it uh, further down. But um, yeah, these are terms that. Pandora had to agree to in order to get a deal to be able to, to present this music in the first place. And um, 
for a while, things were actually looking pretty grim for Pandora and other internet radio stations because uh, they were being held to pretty extreme um, conditions as far as you know how much money they had to pay uh, to be able to play music. For a while, it looked like it was going to be a <clears throat> uh, per-performance-per-person model, which means that every time someone listens to a certain song on Pandora, Pandora would have to pay for that. Now it's more of a kind of more like a, a very broad spectrum where you're paying a, a, a lump sum in order to have the right to play certain kinds of music. So it's no longer every single time this song plays, you pay up. It's you pay this lump sum to the industry, and then you're allowed to play the music. Yes. Which is great, because if it had been the other way, Pandora might not even be around anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, currently, uh, as far as the uh, the royalties uh, situation goes, um, you can be a Pandora account holder and listen for up to 40 hours a month for free. Right. Um, if you go over that, then they'll charge you 99 cents a month if you want to, for the rest of the month, if you want to keep listening. Um, or you can pay for Pandora One, which is the service I was telling you about a moment ago, um, which... Uh, is thirty six dollars a year gives you also some other perks. Uh, you don't see any ads on the page anymore. Right. Um, also, you get uh, a higher quality of audio. The normal bit rate, I believe, is one twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, kbps, and um, that goes up to one ninety two for mm-hmm. for the higher quality. And you get, um, you know, that you don't have to to uh, deal with so many. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, are you still listening? Um, hey, excuse me little th- alerts. Yeah, where just the music just suddenly stops, and then you have to go over and actively click on something so yes. that Pandora will keep playing. Well, they don't want to uh, be paying royalties for songs if no one is actually Are they still listening. doing that? Yes, they are still okay. doing that. I wasn't sure. I have that uh, I have that thing going on. I haven't, had, I haven't had Pandora play for that long a time in so, such a long time that I haven't, I haven't noticed it recently. Right. I mean, I, I'll listen to Pandora, but I usually end up listening, you know, in half-hour... Stents, so yeah. I don't tend to encounter that very much. Yep. Well, um, so uh, as far as the, the uh, skipping goes, mm-hmm. you can skip up to, I believe, 10 times an hour? No. no. Is it six? Six, six, six times skips an hour. per right. hour. Okay. 12 per day if you're a free user. Okay. If you, if you're that's using... on a particular station, though. Yes. Uh, 12 per day, no, across all stations. Oh, if you're okay. a free list, if you're, if, you're, wrong. if you have the free account... Um, yeah, because I actually went to the fact to look this up. If you're if you have a free Pandora account, you are limited to six skips per hour per station. So that that might be what you're thinking of. That's what I was six thinking per of. hour per station, but but twelve, 12 overall total. Okay, if you're a free user now, so it's only partially wrong, right? If you're a Pandora One user, so you're paying the thirty six dollars a year. Uh, you don't have a maximum number of skips that you per day. You can skip as many times as you want, but you're still limited to six per hour per station. Right. So you can't you can't just keep on skipping songs, you know, forever. You you do run out. Now, if you have a hundred stations, and you know, <laughs> if you make a hundred of the same station, then you theoretically will eventually hear the songs you want to hear just by keep on skipping and then go to the next station and continue skipping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, the, again, that's uh, part of the licensing agreement um, 
with the the music industry. I mean, Pandora Radio has to play ball. If it doesn't, then they don't have any content. Right. And as for content, actually, I looked up and, and again in their fact, and it says currently they have around three quarters of a million songs in their database, so seven hundred fifty thousand songs, mm-hmm. and that's of course across multiple genres. Oh, and you know, we were talking about the whole uh, the different qualities that songs have. Yes, I meant to mention this too. I thought it was really interesting that uh, they don't use the full set of of, uh, of attributes for every single song. You know, oh. they don't they don't break it down to four hundred categories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain genres have their own um, attributes. So, for example, rap might have East Coast versus West Coast. Uh, inspired rap. Uh, The rap songs tend to have more lyrically based criteria than you would see in other songs because rap is very much focused on the the lyrics. Yes. So, uh, depending upon the genre that you're listening to, you'll have a a different set of criteria that that song is going to be uh, classified as and then, or, you know, that they use to classify that song, rather. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what they're looking at when they're going to be pulling up the next one on the list. Uh, I... I found Pandora to be pretty much the one of the coolest sites on the net. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the ones that I tend to rely on whenever, you know, especially if I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Pandora on my, uh, this is like plug-o-rama, but I've got a Pandora radio on my Roku. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just uh, switch it over to my Avenue Q station so I can, you know, do jazz hands between writing articles. This is <laughs> almost, almost... A hundred percent, not a lie. Um, <laughs> so I didn't need to know that. Okay. Um, actually, that brings up a good point. Uh, one thing that's uh, one thing that playing ball, especially, has allowed Pandora to do is uh, they've gotten themselves into a number of uh, pretty cool partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, not only with with Roku, but um, of course there are applications for Android and the uh, iPhone OS. I was so happy when they finally got the Android app out there. The, the iPhone app had been out for several months before it, uh, it finally came to Android, but that I thought that was where I, w- I said, you know, these guys not only get the music classification game, they get the app game because mm-hmm. they understand that this is where the future is headed, and they got on board as fast as they possibly could, which, I mean, that that shows a very forward-thinking company, too. Yep, yep. And they're, they, you know, it's not limited to uh, to the mobile devices, either. They've got a lot of um, uh, home-based, well, Roku, but they've also got other uh, home-based uh, appliances as well, some of the internet radio tuners that are out there and stereo systems. Um, plus, I believe the new TiVo um, is going to have Pandora capability embedded into it. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they've done a lot to to try to reach out to different kinds of outlets. So it's not just a desktop computer um, where you're going to see that. And I think they've been more successful at that than a lot of the other internet radio stations. Although um, there are others who have their own apps out, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but they're they're not quite as as adept at making those connections, those business connections. Or at least they uh, they may have gotten beaten to it if uh, Pandora's gotten exclusive. Right. And uh, uh, have you discovered any cool new artists or uh, people you were not familiar with through Pandora? Um, in, in some cases, yes, uh, especially as I started to explore um, jazz, because it's something I've 
gradually been getting into over the past couple of years. And um, so I started a couple different jazz stations and um, symphonic music stations um, and gradually have made notes of different composers and artists that, that I like um, you know, over the past couple of years just doing that. Because uh, I don't know about, about you, but um, speaking for myself when I'm editing articles, I find it difficult to listen to a lot of music with lyrics in it, um, although I can listen to music. So if I can listen to instrumental stuff, um, it sort of gave me an opportunity to explore those genres and... Um, you know, every once in a while, but the problem is, uh, you can find out exactly who it is. So, uh, suddenly I'll have to stop what I'm doing and go, you know, bookmark the artist, which is kind of cool. They've got, you know, Facebook integration. Mm-hmm. You could share that with your, uh, your friends on Facebook. Um, and, and you can even purchase songs. And you can purchase songs too, um, which is good because, you know, it's an opportunity to learn more about music. It's sure. not just entertainment. Yeah, um, there's one artist in particular that I wanted to, to quickly mention. And okay. this was, this was from, uh, it, it was off my, my radio station that was based off Jonathan Colton, who of course is the, the, uh, internet geek music god. Yes. Uh, Code Monkey himself, uh, or RE or Brains or Skull Crusher Mountain. One of those three tends to be most people's favorites. Um, I was listening to the station and there was a, uh, uh, an artist who came up named Mark Aaron James and, uh, if you haven't heard him, I recommend checking it out. If you like geeky type stuff, he has a great song called Aqu- Aquaman's Lament, which is uh, Aquaman singing to Vicky Vale, a.k.a. one of Batman's love interests. And uh, that song pretty much convinced me that Pandora was the greatest thing ever because I, I would have never come across this guy on my own you know it would have just been a you know incredible happy accident otherwise so uh and that's just one example i mean granted i i've heard tons and tons of different stuff i've been introduced to shows i didn't know about through my uh punk rock station i mean avenue q <laughs> and that's one of the benefits of, of doing this and and uh listening to stations like or uh, you know different internet radio stations and i found the same kind of thing with satellite radio uh many years ago is that they're you know, because they're not driven by the same interests that terrestrial radio is. You know, the standard uh, turn on your radio and that's what you get. Yeah, you got a hundred, hundred song playlist, and they're just going to keep on shuffling through it over and over and over again. Yeah, you just you just don't find it with those those uh, types of stations, at least not in in this part of uh, the century. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't always that way, but um, so I think internet radio is really good for that, and specifically Pandora and the ability to uh, bookmark artists and and the fact that they've got the information about them. They, they carry a lot of uh, biographical information about mm-hmm. them. Um, you might be able to find out other artists who influence them and explore them as well, which I think is a boon to uh, people who really like music, especially different kinds of music, because you might find that there are connections between uh, musicians that you would not necessarily expect. Yeah, it's a good way of discovering all those bands that bands other bands uh, uh, cite as, as big influencers mm-hmm. that never seem to get any real attention outside of the immediate music industry so i mean there are hundreds of those like the, right. the big star came to mind I, uh, the first one i think of is the band which you Them know too. a lot of people know about the band now especially if you listen to stuff from the b-side because they talked about them all the time but uh the band that's that's one of those groups that all these different musicians cite as a big influence on their music but um in general you might say that that you know their fame was mostly contained in the music industry i mean they mm-hmm. they had more success than just that obviously but it's a good example 
Well, I guess that uh, wraps up the discussion on Pandora Radio. Uh, Justin, thanks a lot for writing in. That was a fun one for us to talk about because we both really do like the the website. And uh, if any of you yeah, guys I'm sure that wasn't clear. Yeah. Uh, so rush out and make an account now. Um, if any of you have any questions about websites, technology, you know, that thing that's making that weird noise in your computer. Okay, not the last one. But if you have general questions about technology, computers, websites, that kind of thing, write us. Our email address is techstuff at healthsupports.com. And Chris and I will talk to you again really soon. If you're a Tech Stuff fan, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Tech Stuff HSW is our handle, and you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash techstuffhsw. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the new Tech Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was wounded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.